0: hi it's me brad and i'm sophie and this is monster friends
1: with benefits
0: welcome to hell and welcome to the fourth time we've started this recording <laughs> this is your host chat segment where the hosts sophia and i are chatting we we should how many things did
1: we just go through we did we did anchor we did patreon we did a little bit of instagram there yes i tweeted you tweeted and then you twote. i quoted Does it need to be? Yeah, never mind. Watched a fun video for a second Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then fucked around with gates for about 20 minutes.
0: Yeah. So we switched recording software uh, to a new DAW. Duh. Duh. And and it's nice. It's neat. I like it. I'm learning how to use it. uh, But what I did not realize is that the gate on the input recordings and such that I was trying to put into place so that you wouldn't hear me, you know all the time isn't destructive it doesn't affect the input audio it's just an effect that you put on the track and so it could
1: be applied later anytime. in
0: editing at any so time.
1: we could have just been recording this entire time fucking whenever i could have done it it's fine it, we discovered that and that's worth discovering hooray huzzah fantastic <laughs> okay so that sounded like a totally stable little giggle there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Anyhomes. Sophia. Yeah, that's me. We have missed a few recordings. <laughs> one, 1 2 T- 2 two recordings. Two. So it's been like a month since we recorded. Yeah. It's really sad I like seeing your face.
1: I like seeing your face.
0: <laughs> but we're here now. We are. So the the understand that even though you're seeing you're hearing hearing these in order. Oh, definitely sing. <laughs> even though uh, you are you're thin- watching, even though you are synesthetically thin- observing our podcasts in order, <laughs> we are still not up quite to like a regular recording schedule so you may be hearing this or whatnot out of, a bit out of sync with when it was actually recorded so the other ones you're gonna hear like oh brad oh brad you're almost recovered from your surgery it's like several weeks post when i was supposed to be fully recovered from my surgery so just live with it it's fine just you know d- enjoy your parasocial relationships with us whatever they are and understand that it's not super current this is not a news podcasts there's no monster fucking in the news if there was we'd record an emergency episode
1: we would i would like leap out of my little bed cave and trot my ass all all the
0: way over here Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah so bearing all that in mind sophia yes sup sup uh it's 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 fucking hot out it is extremely warm outside
1: yeah i uh i missed my alarm or it didn't go off or whatever and so i woke up in small panic to get here on time didn't get here on time and i ran out of the house i like brushed my teeth threw on clothes and ran out of the house and as i was walking realized i didn't have my parasol i didn't have a hat i didn't have my fan like my little hand fan Mm -hmm. so like i am the worst victorian lady (laughs) ever i mean you can also see my ankles and i was wearing slides so you could also see my feet so that's I would not be welcome, and I'm ejected from Victorian England.
0: I mean, I also miss my alarm, which is why I have it going off constantly, so I don't have to be away from <laughs> it ever. That's
1: actually what the gate is for. That's the
0: gate. The <laughs> That's gate. What the gate. Is I, to... I have. We had. We had a gate tuned specifically to my alarm, so that I could be <laughs> listening to it at all times. Yeah, it's my childhood alarm. I have one of those Nickelodeon alarm clocks. That, you know, plays the, like, auga or, like, the the trumpety noise in the morning. Mm-hmm. And it's got, like, the little jagged zigzaggy thing on top that's supposed to represent, like, ele- electricity or, you know, whatever. Oh, well, and it
1: used to, uh, back in the day, uh, squirt that Nickelodeon goo. But it, no it, it Nickelodeon but it no longer do. It ran out of Nickelodeon goo. But it
0: no longer do. It ran out of Nickelodeon goo. Yeah you're fucking poetic Sophia. i swear (laughs) to god
1: let's see how much of this monster have i had about half a can and that's all the caffeine that i've had
0: yeah it's important for this podcast that you have monster in your mouth as often as possible
1: (laughs) yes now did that blow out the mic a little bit my Um, my guffaw my a chuckle. little bit
0: but it, it looks it looks oh i oh, yeah, can't hear me i i set up two monitors so we could both look at the stuff at the same time and yet i still looked at the other monitor you can see on the monitor sophia that uh your audio did just a little bit just but not, a tiny not bit much.
1: i'll have to remember before i've when i had to laugh really really hard i backed up i mean we could so also just
0: turn your gain down we
1: could but then i would be also just quieter when i'm talking and i i don't want that i suppose i'll just remember to like be self-aware yeah i guess. <laughs>
0: You know, when you're talking into the microphone, you're like an emotionally moderated, calm, chill person. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then the second that you feel, you know, the spirit of boisterousness overcome you, it's like.
1: (laughs) I want you to know that that absolutely was too loud for your microphone, even though you were leaning away, doing your wild ass hyena impression over there.
0: There are no tame hyena asses That's true or sorry ass hyenas (laughs) there are no tame ass
1: hyenas (laughs) that sounds like a proverb but i don't know what it means
0: ass hyenas need to run free
1: there are no tame ass hyenas and i i I feel like that should be like in a book of proverbs somewhere and like you have to fucking figure it out what it means like the
0: title of that proverb book is figure it out certainly not going to put it in my converbs Proverbs, converbs. I sorry. Well, Would it have been better if I made a joke about amateur verbs? I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw you into the moon, nice Just directly like I'm a okay javelin. Well, the moon was exceptionally magical last night. It so it was. It was so pretty. I went <laughs> out to uh... bigger target to throw me into.
1: <laughs> I went out to uh, empty parking lot and listened to everyone's air conditioners running and looked at the full moon. You know, witchcraft. Exactly. Nice. I hope you uh, reduced the gate enough so that I could hear.
0: Your air conditioner impression. There you go. Incredible. Anyhooms. So for me, again, I'm, I'm mostly post-surgical uh, stuff. However, even though I I, I I followed the directions, I got all the way through the six to eight weeks, uh, you know, following the strict protocols. And then I had no restrictions left. Well, gee, Willikers, golly, fuck Fuckity-do. I managed to exert myself so much that I aggravated the surgical site, which I didn't know was a thing that could happen. Contacted the uh, surgeon's office and the nurse was like, oh, you know, no restrictions doesn't mean a full return to activity. I'm like, what does it mean then? You, you, nobody sold, said this to me. I'm now signed up for some PT to strengthen the abdominal wall. I love my surgeon. He did a good job, but it would have been cool to have been told like, hey, for three to six months after your surgery, you can aggravate the surgical site, maybe even up to a year. Cool. Also, there is PT available. Oh, the thing I asked about that you said I didn't need. Cool. That's fun. It's
1: good to have all the information from your doctor. Sign up for
0: it next week. By the time the next podcast comes out, it may be next year anyway, so who knows? I'll probably be fully recovered. I'll have a – I'll develop a hernia in my collarbone somehow. Somehow. My intestines will have risen up to my collarbone and just be poking out. And everyone will know because you will
1: have been on Twitter for this – miracle or horror
0: of uh, medical mystery. Yeah. I Goodness gracious. You know, like I have I have a Twitter. I use that Twitter. I don't want to like interact with strangers on Twitter. I'm on Twitter because Tumblr died and I wanted to follow artists. I have news for you. Tumblr didn't. It? I know. Tumblr mostly died.
1: Tumblr. Yeah. It's weird over there right now. I sometimes interact with strangers, but I only want to make them laugh and then not talk to me
0: is the goal. <laughs> Tumblr... When I still go to look back at my old Tumblr, uh, I've just been, I've been like friended or added or followed or whatever by porn bots. Right. Would the you porn think... bots have gotten worse since the porn ban. For sure. So now the only porn that seems to be on Tumblr is like robo porn. Yeah. And not, not like what I imagine or desire when I say or hear robo porn. But just like algorithm stuff that should, Tumblr's filter took a picture of a radish that I had posted, a daikon radish, and flagged it. Yep. And yet there's fucking cocks thrusting into every hole, every titties way, all over the place. And it's fine. I'm like, I'm not upset about the titties. I'm upset about the fact that they. It's it's just the fucking bots with the 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 spammy. Fucking viral load links that you got there.
1: Wow, it's almost as if it wasn't about... um, Yes, of course. It wasn't about the nudity and explicit material itself, but so much as, you know, getting rid of sex workers.
0: Yes, but my point is, the system they have in place... Is terrible. Um, Definitely does not match... Can I give you some
1: bad news? What?
0: Yes. They very seriously
1: have started rolling out Post Plus... So you can subscribe to someone's, um, and put them behind a paywall, put posts behind a paywall for like $5. They're actually doing it. They're actually doing Tumblr Premium. I mean, they announced it and rolled it out to like three blogs and everyone so far has been, uh, clowning on them, absolutely clowning on them and submitting surveys about how stupid of a fucking idea this is, but it's, bo- Tumblr it sure is
0: it's, it's i mean uh, if, if they if they'd done something kind of like that when it was actually enjoying a large and robust user base that would have been drastically different still silly still probably bad i, I understand they were hemorrhaging money that's what these websites do right they try to sell ads people have ad blockers all sort of shit you have to figure out a way to make money i get it but honestly the
1: best input money from user from users would be like the reddit model of like uh, buying awards and then you you could just tack on like a a, a little diamond award to some posts that you like or don't like and put a little shit emoji on it and it would be you know fun and classy okay so
0: that was host chat we did it yeah nailed it um ad transition and <laughs> Sophia, did you come up
1: with any fake ads did you think about any fake ads i did hold on let me rock my brain for this uh do you think, hey, listener, do you think medical science is too complex? Can you no longer keep up with any of it? Have you considered going back to the four humors? For just $10 a month, you, you two can simply, I don't know, get a doctor who will prescribe things within the four humors, which are, of course, phlegmatic, sanguine, black bile, and yellow bile and all of your medical advice will be in those terms
0: modern medicine is all chemicals and poisons and toxins and people in white coats who think they're better than you you know what was good enough for your ancestors traditional western medicine <laughs> and i'm here today to, to, to i'm here today Ooh. i'm here today to tell you fuck it you know what you have too much blood you know what you have too much bile you know what you don't have enough of? Leeches, and not those modern medical leeches. I'm talking wild-caught Alaskan coho leeches.
1: <laughs> the kind where you know some child had
0: to walk out into a pond with bare legs mm-hmm, to mm-hmm, harvest mm-hmm, these mm-hmm. fuckers. And do you know how expensive bare legs are? Do you know how protected <laughs> bears are in public parks? Do you know how much it costs to lure bears and cut their legs off? <laughs> My god. So we have cut out those middlemen and those middle bears and brought the leeches directly to your door. So please... For the mere cost of this joke, we will send you (laughs) leeches. Subscribe by... Don't. If you subscribe, you will get 20 leeches. If
1: you don't subscribe, you will get an unspecified number of leeches dumped into your home.
0: So, here we are in the questions portion. We have neglected, once again, to get any questions from anybody. So... Sophia, what's a question you have that you would like to what ask the f- me?
1: Don't put me.
0: Ask me a question, Sophia. <laughs> like any question any, in the world. <laughs> any al- question zuctor. in the whole wide world. Uh,
1: what kind of SPF do you like in your sunscreen?
0: As high as possible. <laughs> me too. I usually go for like a fifty Fuck SPF. Yeah. It's it's about as high as you can get before I'm like, I don't believe you anymore. Yeah. Same. And before you start, you know, like dabbing titanium dioxide, like a like a lifeguard on the bridge of your nose
1: dip yourself into we'll get someone to dip you into it like Achilles in the river sticks mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so that you only get a sunburn on your heel mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. boy is that
0: sunburn bad man typically <laughs> typically when I'm outside I've got one of those little reflectors uh, attached to my sandals so that I can get a heel tan mm. <laughs> and betray your tag team partner <laughs> anyway and <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh my god <laughs> Oh, it took me a minute. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I blew my audio track on that. I'm so sorry, everyone. Okay.
1: But I hope you keep that in there. That really.
0: <laughs> this is very funny. All right, all right, uh, Sophia. Oh yeah. I have a question for you. Oh, what's up? Don't ask me questions. It's my job. It's my turn right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> Sophia, mm. what is a piece of media from your childhood that you think was super fantastic and you don't know why anybody else doesn't talk about it all the time?
1: It, fuck. <laughs> I, I never watched anything on my youth according to my brain right now. I don't. Could be a
0: book series. Could be anything else. Oh,
1: I... Did, Hardly anyone I meet has read The Dark is Rising sequence By Susan Cooper It was a Arthurian legend retelling It was a series of five N- books Pretty short Name like one or two of them I think that sounds familiar The Dark is Rising There's the Green Witch um, uh, Silver on the Tree When the Dark comes Rising Six shall turn it back Three from the Circle Three from the Track Wood, Bronze, Iron, Water, Fire, Stone Five shall turn and one go alone I can do the whole thing But I actually need to
0: stop to breathe that sounds familiar to me I... If I, if the bookcase was right behind me like it used to be, I could point at it and go, "I want well, cool. Tell me about it. Why is it so great?"
1: Um, it's a Arthurian legend retelling, but it's all with well, it's with English, well, some of them are Welsh, but kids and it's I don't I don't know. It was just really charming to me, um that it's like a series of 5 books with a very, very strong underpinning of like the author was like, "This is Arthurian legend," and like it is solid, 100% like And so pinning these kids with it is like, I don't know. It just really fucking works. Also, the reincarnation of Arthur is Welsh, which is great, which is why I know one word in Welsh. Are you ready to hear me mispronounce Welsh? Please. Yilch. Nope. That sucked. It means thank you. And I'm very, hey, any Welsh listeners, please don't hurt me or tweet at me. Don't tweet at me. Don't hurt tweet at her. No, there was another phrase in welsh that was part of the poem i'm trying to remember it reminds me of that nope fuck nope it's gone but i listened to it on audiobook which is why i know it like in Mm -hmm. my head Mm -hmm. um and the audiobook i love audiobooks especially when they do like full casts or when the uh uh reader is like very good at voices um and this i don't know if it had a full cast i could talk for a really fucking long time about how much I love audiobooks and what kind of audiobooks and which ones are best but I just remember it was really like doing different children's voices first of all there's boys and girls but like making so their voices are differentiated plus adult voices plus monster
0: voices like when I was when I was recovering from my concussion stuff early on I it hurt to read, like to try to focus on stuff. Mm-hmm. So I started listening to audiobooks, and so I listened to all of the Song of Ice and Fire audiobooks that okay. were available at the time, uh, the G- Game of Thronesy stuff. For those of you out there who don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, and I, uh, they were the ones that I really liked were the best ones were read by Roy Dotrice, who yes, who played he played a pyromancer on the show. They brought him in, uh, and oh my god, he's great! Like he did all the different voices. You could tell who the characters were, and he's just this old. Man. Mhm. It's another
1: old-time audiobook reader that I'm He's dead now. Probably. No, yeah. no, no.
0: Roy Dotrice is dead now. R.I.P. Yeah, no, he was great.
1: Uh uh Rob Inglis, I don't know if he's still alive. Uh but he read all of The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings and also um made music and sang all of the songs in those books. Wow. So, like it's really great and it's really fun and it's that's how I remember most of the songs and so when like the Hobbit movie came out and it wasn't Rob Inglis's version of the songs, I was I was like I can't listen to this.
0: As a petulant child, I skipped all the pages that had poetry and songs on them, so I probably don't have a full appreciation as much as you do. It's I mean, it's poetry and songs, so it's better if it is Spoken or Song. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Now that we've talked about audiobooks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, I have more to say about on the topic of audiobooks, but that is not the topic
0: of this podcast. No, it is not. All right. So let's let's move on then to Sophia. That's me. When you go to put your shoes on, are you ever upset that you have to wear them on your feet?
1: N- no. I mean, yes and what? <laughs>
0: what is you know that first of all yes and refers to like taking the premise seriously and moving forward you don't have to agree with something you just have to agree that we're living in a world with a very comedic presence pre- premise
1: i'm just i was just trying to you know Sophia, agree to your Sophia, fucking Sophia, bit Sophia. Yeah. Sophia. that's me
0: Sophia. your shoes people have to look down at them right mm-hmm. which is like god why am i even wearing these things if people have to look down people aren't going to look down they're going to want to look at my beautiful face I want people to notice my shoes. I put effort into my shoes. You know what I don't want to do is get creases in the toes of my shoes. It's so annoying. I want to have shoes that look good, that people can see, and that I can wear out of the house. Do you agree? Is this is this, is this good? Yes. Yes. OK, so. I'm sensing where this is going. Look. As a purveyor of fine helmet- God damn it! I knew it! I knew there was going to be a fucking helmet! I would like you to imagine a pair of horns arcing out of your head, curving back around and ending up with your grandparents little wooden expandy shoe things okay i would like you to imagine that with shoes your finest shoes your nicest shoes like a pair of ram's horns emerging rippling spiraling out of your skull nature hasn't permitted us this however the hat tree corporation would like to offer you the toe ram five million
1: god damn it yeah
0: 5000 not enough 5 billion too much 5 million <laughs>
1: that's a nice happy medium perfect. in there perfect
0: so the TR5M as we like to call it those of us who are aficionados mm-hmm. retails for 49.99 ridiculous absurd i would like to offer it to our listeners for two payments of 24.99 <laughs> Shut up send the money to me specifically at an address that I will not share to you and you will receive my thanks All right, back to topic now for the day we are going to talk about Sophia wanted to talk about sexy video game monster ladies a topic which I know nothing about except for like maybe one of them so Sophia please inform our audience I have uh, prepared a slideshow you um, me yes okay and i would like you to read. you really made one e- yes we will have this available we will on the internet i will make sure please please read oh god okay so uh the title of this presentation is <laughs> is for your consideration what if she could just murder me by sophie today we are looking many monster women from video games did yeah. you do that on purpose <laughs> No, okay. I did this at like you're, 4 a.m. You're one not time. allowed to edit this. Today, we are looking many monster women from video games. It's a really good topic, I promise. With very few upskirts of Catgirls, let us begin. Why am I reading this?
1: <laughs> because I Shouldn't told you, you, you to. should you be the one to read this? I told you to, it's fine, 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 fine. Um, so I thought we could, I can now like. Okay,
0: good, thank you.
1: Uh, we'd start with the elephant in the room or the eight foot vampire milf who is unfortunately not in the room. Uh, Lady Elsina Dimitrescu from the recent Resident Evil Village, who has taken the world by storm. Uh, she is very tall. She is a vampire. And she has an excellent hat. And also, titty. Titty nice. So titty nice. Oh, titty nice. I think it was like under a day people had made clothing mods for her to put her in lingerie. Or just straight nude. Of course. Of course, because... Modding communities of all kinds are Sick perverts <laughs> Absolutely like I'm are. friends with
0: many of them Sick, Sick, per- Sick perverts
1: The thing is though that like we In all the trailers it was just her You know being very tall and imposing And scary and we loved her And then in the game she has a final form I have a picture here, and mm-hmm, it has mm-hmm. monster form, and yes. it has lots of parts. And people will get there, and some dude bros on Twitter posted a picture of it and says, hey, you still want a fucker? And everyone was like, "Yes." everyone who wasn't a coward was like, yeah, yeah, yes. It is a weird, fleshy dragon with a torso coming out of it, and gosh, that mouth. Mm-hmm. what that mouth do? Mm-hmm. Well, destroy you, and also a tower.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh you have any comments on i played the game yeah and uh yeah it's so I, I believe in the game she had excellent healing abilities and that was the reason she kept getting big is her body was like more more fix make big more so we don't know like had she continued to age and age and age how big she would have gotten how old was she in the game she was she wasn't that old in the game
1: I mean if like it... there was there was dates in some journal. I watched a, a playthrough. There was dates in some journal, but I don't know what it was. I mean I played the game. Yeah. I I just not I, like in game there's a journal that you can find that I think is uh Mother Miranda's like mm-hmm. notes. Yes. And I th- there were dates in it, but I don't remember and it had like birth dates. It was files and I don't remember what it was. Neither do I. Don't I. don't, don't mass tweet at us
0: about what the date is. Tell you what, one person can tweet at us and tell us what the date is. And if you see more if than one, If you see somebody do it, you're not that person. <laughs> oh dear, <laughs> that's, not, that's not how Twitter works. No, nope, sorry, one person is allowed to do it. First person who wants to tell us, you get to do it. Second person, shut the fuck up. I love you. Shut the fuck up.
1: Oh, uh, that's definitely not how Twitter uh-huh. works. Okay, yeah. any any other thing? You play the game. Do you have? I any did play
0: the game. Commentary on. I mean, I, so mm, I like Big Strong Lady. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't really fall into the category of people who are like, destroy me, Big Strong Lady, cut me to pieces. And, you know, most of what Lady Dimitrescu in the game does is try to murder you, mm. talk about murdering you. Uh, not my thing. I do still like Big Strong Lady, Buxom Lady. These are good things. These are positives. Not the only kind of lady, but good kind of lady. And at, at one point, it is kind of hot when she, you know, sucks the blood out of your wrist, right? Yeah, sorry. Uh, you lost me there for a second. I yeah, was, look, and, uh, Look. would I, I love ooh, to be I'm chased back. around by a, a big hot lady through a castle? Sure. That sounds like a great way but, to spend an afternoon. But then I want her to hold me in her arms and kiss me on the forehead. I don't want her to slice my hand off. Sorry. Yes. Sorry. I, I have my I weird predilections. <laughs> <You> freak. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Next, I don't. I made this a while ago, so I don't actually know who's next. So we'll Ooh, find out okay. together. Ah, as uh, Melina from Mortal Kombat, who
0: was wait what? Mortal Kombat. Sorry, would you? I'm not gonna yell Mortal Kombat. You just <laughs> put the emphasis on the first word, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yes, Mortal Kombat.
1: She's oh god. What's the interdimensional? Pre- I haven't played Mortal Kombat in a while, but she was just a color clone of originally, and then they were like, let's give her some story and also a fucked up mouth. And she has a fucked up mouth. Real fucked up mouth. Uh, God, I included, I don't know if you can see all the pictures, um, but you can definitely see these if you just Google. Melina. Melina. Mortal Kombat. Um, she's like, her mouth opens up to her ear and she has all of these teeth, very long tongue, and she will, she will eat you. Mm-hmm.
0: She will bite and eat you. So the only issue I have with this is that like with all of any, anything ever that has teeth like this is it looks like you're going to bite your own gums all the time.
1: Uh, she doesn't look like she has much in the way of gums, nor lips.
0: I mean, the teeth attach somewhere. I guess. I don't know. It just seems like you can bite your own gums. That's just, you know, it's fine. Whatever. It is what it I just... mean, that's why she wears a mask,
1: so she can keep her mouth open so she doesn't bite her gums. So she's and she's, Ooh,
0: you know what? She's, like, really into being chill. So the second she feels her teeth touching, she thinks, Melina, Melina, you've got this. Relax. And she unclenches her jaw a little bit.
1: It's not canonical, but it's fine. <laughs> she she is a Look, power the, hungry sadist the, and the M, absolutely buck wild the and M, unhinged.
0: The M in Melina stands for mindfulness. It most certainly does not <laughs> mindfulness. I love every each nation. Absolutely, there's two e's i said every each oh you did sorry each and every thank you (laughs) mindfulness i love each and every nation absolutely that's yep that's what melina stands for
1: way to make a tortured backronym just like a video game developer yourself
0: i would like you to name one backronym that is not tortured Mm,
1: no such thing there you go (laughs) Any more comments on how great she is? Uh, I, I
0: would, would kiss. Yeah. You know, something. The... So, when I was a teenager,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, something that I read about kissing that was just like, make you make, make kissing more interesting uh, was to run your tongue along the other person's teeth. I have found this in practice to sometimes be unsettling. However, however, when artfully done, can be nice if you're not if if you're the kind of person who is bothered by tongues probably not going to like it if you're the kind of person who's like ooh sensations then you know it could be nice in uh, in moderation her teeth may be interesting possibly dangerous but interesting
1: uh it will be enjoyable for the several minutes where you have a tongue before she bites it off mm. and she'll be like that was nice thanks for the tongue that's how it get. That's how her tongue is so long. Is she keeps biting off other people's tongues and Add adding to her it own. down.
0: Give me some tongue, baby. <laughs> that's ooh. I regret, I'm sorry. Can a uh, uh, producer, producer, can you can you edit that out? I don't want anyone to hear that. <laughs> okay. I, I'm the producer. It's a joke. Oh, Glados. Yeah. I yeah. Know, I mean, I know Glados. I've yeah. played the Portal games.
1: Well, not you know a traditional monster. I think she's. I I made the. The PowerPoint, so I get to say who is in here. GLaDOS. She's definitely monstrous. Yeah. Um, if you haven't played the Portal games, it's 2021. What are you doing? Um, they're great, and
0: she's very funny and mean. And very few of the Portal games require you to have, like, fast reflexes. Oh, yeah. They, they're, I mean, they they're like, it's puzzle-based, so, like, if you fuck it up, you can go back and try it again.
1: Yeah. There's, like, one achievement for beating one puzzle one of the puzzle a specific puzzle in like under a minute Mm -hmm. i've never gotten it and i don't i don't give a shit
0: that's that's good so tell me what what you like about um
1: well i like that she is funny and mean and she just has so gosh so much neurotoxin um i mean the portal games in general just have some of the best writing like especially comedic writing uh ever it's one of the funniest games ever made i think personally i haven't played a lot of video games but you know um i just i don't know she just seems really great that's that's what i
0: got i just like her you just like i just you just want somebody to shit talk you yeah
1: sometimes fair enough listen sometimes you just you just kind of want someone to say like something very smart and cutting but about you
0: Mm -hmm. just a little bit You want somebody to make you adhere to the protocols. There you go. Okay.
1: Yeah. All right. Let's see who's next because I don't remember.
0: Oh. (laughs) You're going to have to help me out on this one. This
1: is Queen Goma from Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, who was the first boss uh, in the Deku tree in that game. Um, To describe the boss battle, she's a giant spider. She's
0: like a two-story spider. Um, I think all spiders probably have... A lot of stories to tell. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Go on. Mm
1: -hmm. In the game, she crawls up onto the ceiling and uh, poops out a bunch of babies to fight you and then drops down and you fight her. Of course, the trick, if you've never known the trick, which is crazy, this game came out in like 1997. I've never played it. Well, the trick is to uh, dodge her to run around until she crawls up onto the ceiling and while she is uh, starting to give birth uh to shoot her in the eye. And then she will drop and you can hit her and you can repeat this process without taking any damage. Now you know. That's how you do it. Anyway, Queen Goma is just she's just she's just in charge of everything. She's a queen. You know, she's she's a boss bitch. Uh she has many baby minions, as you can see. Um, and she does have that like really nice uh easy way to defeat her and I uh, appreciate that about her because not all bosses are um, thoughtful enough to provide like flashing red blue lights yeah on a nice a nice trick there where you wait it out and have a quick strategy little thing
0: yeah yeah I think it's really unfortunate that we all get kind of trapped in these toxic cycles that leave us vulnerable to hook shots
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah for sure uh, that would be
0: Morpha but yes Look, I played like two Zelda games, okay. Th- actually, have I played two? Ze- I played one Zelda game, okay. What game? Link's Awakening. That's fair. That's a good one. Yeah. She's
1: the cool spider lady. Big, and she's very large. a
0: big spider lady.
1: Yeah, this is. I wanted to include her because she was a lot of people's gay awakening when they were young, and that is uh, Shiva from both Final Fantasy VII and VIII. Mm-hmm. Here on the left is actually her Seven Remake form. I just thought it was pretty. But here she is an 8. Did you ever play the Final Fantasy games? I played Final Fantasy
0: 7. So the original one of I've, I've owned 8. Never played it.
1: That's it's pretty good. It's fine. Um, it's important to note that in Final Fantasy 8, your summons are called Guardian Forces. So this is your GF Fiji- is Shiva. Yeah, it's good. She's very pretty. Mm-hmm. She's just very pretty and shiny. And also Diamond Dust will wreck shop. I, when I was... Um, a young gay i would regardless of like um actual type advantages i would summon shiva as often as i could because i wanted to keep looking at her because i was a gay
0: you don't think she comes across as a little like frigid Mm, you made me make the disapproval noise any i have nothing I've, I've played the games i don't know that i put a lot of thought into it i i'm I mean, well you can put thought into it now i'm, I'm interested you a... i'm interested in your perspective on this Sophia. you're you're in charge here
1: well she was a lot of people's uh, gay awakening mm-hmm, of like mm-hmm. gosh pretty lady want to continue staring at pretty lady and i feel like this was and you could only
0: get glimpses of her which just made you want to see her again exactly
1: exactly so she was great she's very large summons ice love that love that for her who's next ah classics which is the nurses from silent hill
0: um i started to play silent hill 2 i found it very frustrating i was very bad at it didn't know what to do and stopped that's fair uh
1: that's because silent hill hates you like the town it fucking hates you um here i have two nurses pictured uh, i believe this is from silent hill 2 and of course they are where really the uh the sexy nurse thing started because something something symbolic of yes James the Sunday's start
0: the start of the sexy nurse thing in silent hill was was in silent hill <laughs>
1: for sure you know what i'm gonna make that statement yes there were no sexy nurses before nope.
0: silent hill no nope. before silent hill 2 people had been saying hello nurse and it meant nothing it was very off-putting it was just audiences. a greeting that they were saying. just a greeting
1: <laughs> um well of course no one said hello nurse that is not how you say it you do it do it. Give it. Hello, nurse. There you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, but in Silent Hill is where the sex ones... That's what ones. babies
0: say before they feed. Exactly. <laughs> that was dumb. Uh. <laughs> I'm also referring to babies eating as feeding. I know they call it feeding time, but I feel like I just made it sound a little more sinister than probably it needed to.
1: Uh, somewhere between like the, the German... Uh, verb for eating for humans it's Essen and for animals it's Fressen um, although I have heard um, German parents refer to how messily their children are eating as Fressen to call them you know messy pigs essentially which th- that's fair children anyway what I, guess I was they saying Fressen up <sighs> I will never be able to describe these nurses <laughs> please go
0: on please go on
1: uh There were the sexy nurses because of James Sunderland's uh, sexual repression because of his wife in the hospital is what was happening there. However, these are the nurses from Silent Hill 1 I have. They are referred to as the puppet nurses. The idea there is that they were, while they weren't um, directly responsible for the suffering of the child in that, I can't remember her name right now, they were puppets of the organization that was hurting her. Um, And while the nurses in... Two and onward uh, Their noises was like Moaning You know Like you do Um, Uh, Basically Sure Um, In Silent Hill 1 It was way more upsetting I think Because they were weeping The entire time mm. They were just crying So like you were walking in the hospital hallways, and you would hear someone, you would hear a woman crying, and you're like, oh God, she's
0: gonna kill me. And then she would attempt to kill you. Now, by crying, I assume you mean like regular wailing and weeping, not like, like, like baby crying. No. no. Okay. Like, like an adult would. Okay. So, like an adult, like when I get sad, they go, wah. <laughs> <laughs> wah. Incredible. But uh, I just think. Tell, tell me something sad. Make it up. It's fine. Tell me something sad. I, Any Anything sad whatsoever. Anything at all. Your hair sucks. <laughs> That's what it's like when I cry. Go on. All right.
1: I just wanted to describe the history and mm-hmm. um, symbolism of these nurses. Mm-hmm. They're sexy and cool is also, I just think, that they're very cool. Neat. I mean, Silent Hill has a lot of, especially two, onwards, have a lot of unsettling monsters that are based in sexuality that are more upsetting than just James thought the nurses were sexy because his wife was busy dying, Mm -hmm. which that's fine. Like I get that. That makes sense. The other things are genuinely upsetting. So yeah.
0: Okay. Well, goodbye nurse.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Who's next? Oh, Um. Yeah, this, uh, I didn't know this one. I had to ask a friend to send me, my my good friend, Jim. Hi, Jim. Is there a
0: reflected titty in that? I'll get there. Oh, God. This
1: is Belladonna from Trials of Mana, a game I haven't played, but apparently is Jim's favorite game of all time. Um, And you see that right here, she's just a pretty lady with a boa and ostentatious clothes. And in one of these pictures depicted, she is sitting next to a mirror. And you can see in the mirror that, gosh, what could that be? What is... What is her reflection? While Well, it's ah, it's a cat. She turns into a, 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 a bipedal cat lady, also wearing jewels, and is very sexy. Tits out. Tits out as a cat. Cat tits out. Uh, and very hippie. But only two. Yeah. Which, disappointing. But we'll move on. And do you remember what I said at the top? Well, what I had you say at the top? The, the upskirts.
0: <laughs> that's not an upskirt. There's no skirt. No. That's it's, just... Describe it undercarriage Mm -hmm. just dead-on undercarriage of a cat ass yeah there it is ass and whatnot (laughs) is that is that from
1: the game yep this is just a gameplay screenshot that you can just have i mean
0: there's no definition openings
1: (laughs) visible but
0: my goodness
1: it is just that's just a close-up of undercarriage there you go yep yeah that's just what it is that is i told you there would be at least one
0: no well i said there's very few it's not an upskirt sophia it's just a just a shot of (laughs) under (laughs) bit yep there you go that's i that's that's like a that's like a toilet pov my goodness okay (laughs)
1: Our listeners are scrambling to our Instagram page to see this. My,
0: my goodness. All right.
1: Oh, boy. But yeah, that's the monster lady. Uh, that's what she transforms into mm-hmm. and to fight you. I believe she is a boss. I Again, I haven't played this. Do not tweet me about this. Do not at me about this. I didn't look her up. Jim, One, just... one person may
0: tweet at our account <laughs> about this.
1: Jim just messaged, which I asked, hey, Jim, can you think of any like... Video game monster ladies that would be fun to talk about. And he's like, Yeah, hold on. And then messaged me about 50 pictures from various games. And then he had sent these and he was like, Oh, those are unlabeled. And then sent these pictures again with the label. Of course. And was insistent. He was like, Hey, look at this one. Just, it's her ass. And I was like, Gosh, how old were you when you played this the first (laughs) time? uh yeah is sexy cat lady and you can just look right there say it
0: okay thank you for watching i hope you enjoyed this i worked really hard on it or did i (laughs) the mystery continues there's so little punctuation in
1: this (laughs) again i did this at like 4 a.m one time and it was a great time that's what i had
0: all right well since the, the clock is showing me that we have a little bit of time left, trying to keep these two about an hour under, maybe over if it's like a real good topic.
1: If we really got to talk about if cat undercarriage. Really got to
0: talk about cat undercarriage. Um, <laughs> I would like to take a moment to say, well, okay, sure. But what about the men? What about them? What about the men? I want to talk about my two boyfriends. Okay. Please tell me about your two boyfriends. Um, Let's see. Uh, do you want to hear about... Ooh, okay. Both of these boyfriends are wearing masks. Okay. Okay. Do you want to talk about the functional masks or the masks which almost all, almost certainly contain like a dildo ball gag?
1: Why did my brain first go to Voldo? He just doesn't wear a
0: mask valdo does wear a mask like does he almost all the time he's wearing a mask like virtually I'm... every time you see valdo he's wearing a mask.
1: in my defense i don't look at his face when Valdo's on screen it's not his
0: face i'm looking wow. at <laughs> his eyes are also behind a mask <laughs> so valdo i'm doing this by the way from memory. i'm flying i'm flying free here uh no Seated instrument in your panel pants. nothing yeah So Valdo is a game from the Soul Calibur series of fighting games, which is Soul Calibur, a soul still burns. Very necessary. Thank you. (laughs) Which began with Soul Blade released in 19 year and uh, Valdo has been in all these games. He's one of like three or four characters that have been like all the games without fail. Uh, Valdo's backstory is pretty much, there was like an Italian merchant who really wanted to find uh, soul edge, you know, whatever. And Valdo was like, yeah, buddy, I'm your, I'm your guy. And then he, the guy kind of, you know, didn't do so well and left Valdo in his decaying mansion called the money pit after he died. And Valdo's like, I'm going to be here watching your stuff, boss. With and sword hands. Sword hand, Well, he's got guitars, which are like punch daggers. Um, <laughs> I just, he dies. And Valdo is blind, or at least seems to be blind. I forget if he's, like, canonically blind or just chooses to constantly cover his eyes. I forget. Either way, he's a blind old man who's constantly wearing fetish gear and flailing himself around the battlefield. Okay? Crotch first. Crotch first, as is his right. Yeah. Now, Valdo, he's just constantly shimmying, constantly shaking, constantly writhing, very lithe, just very flamboyant and i love it his his imagery is definitely based in you know kind of like the like a cenobite bondagey sort of sexy thing and he's and mind you i did i just i I just watched a video about this which is why valdo came to mind and oh yeah i'll I'll, if if we can we'll include the link to this little video essay that i just watched because it was neat um in addition to a link to like a like a, a slide deck or something of sophia's presentation so Valdo was allowed to kind of go outside of gender norms because he's already a fucking weirdo. So he does not beholden to like these masculine energies. He gets to just fucking flail around and just wriggle and shimmer. And oh, my God, he's so great. I fucking he's love Valdo. Fucking weird backbend.
1: And then he like uh, over
0: you. He snakes around people.
1: He snakes it's, through um, people's legs in a figure he, eight. He does, and it's very upsetting every time he does it. One of his
0: combat stances is like the the exorcist, like, walk down the stairs thing. I know. But, like, dick first. And one of his costumes is a codpiece of a mask of his own face. Work. It's amazing! I love Valdo. If you showed up in a Valdo cosplay, I'm going to probably buy you a drink. You should go to more conventions. Yeah, Sure. I, I have this issue where I'm irony poisoned and I'm incapable of earnestly enjoying things. When I was younger and I went to anime conventions, I spent the whole time going, look at these fucking dorks into the same exact thing that I am. And they're doing it I, I could have just been there and like had a good time and been like, hey, fellow people who like this thing. Instead, I had to go there with a sense of ironic detachment and be miserable the whole time. It's just how I'm built. It sucks. So I would love to go to conventions. I can't. It's hard. It's hard. I want to. I can't. I can't just enjoy things. It's, it's difficult. It's a challenge. Next boyfriend. Next boyfriend. Next boyfriend. Before I introduce this boyfriend, I would like for you to put your controller on the floor because we are going to talk yes, about baby. Psycho Mantis. Uh,
1: yes, baby, uh,
0: Psychomantis. Yes, Psychomantis. He's our hero. Going to take our bad times oh. down to zero. I love Psychomantis so much. I played, adore him. I played Metal Gear Solid. Over and over again, I I got every unlockable thing you could get in that. I could beat the whole game in like 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 three hours or something, whatever. Low a super low time it was. I could I could do it, and I loved Psychomantis. I loved him so much. I I have a copy. I don't even think I actually managed to play it of the of Twin Snakes the the uh, game the game uh, GameCube remake of the first Metal Gear Solid game because it was Psychomantis in better graphics. And if you played. Um, Metal Gear Solid Four. I think there's like a hallucination of Psychomantis, so you got to see him in even more next gen graphics. He's <laughs> just an angry, lanky man in a in a in a bondage suit and a gas mask. God bless him. He had such an impact on my personal growth and development I cannot even begin to explain to you now were these things here anyway sure who knows it's not like had I not seen Psycho Mantis I would have been a completely normal person it just took something <laughs> something to impress this upon me although but, perhaps you can just blame Hideo Kojima for
1: everything I could blame Hideo Kojima we'll just for lay a it lot out a yeah seat,
0: you know I mean the man did create a video game series which I love a lot called Zone of the Enders um, which features robots where the pilots are in the groin of the robots now, hey, not the first person to do that, mind you. Not the last, but big codpiece cod piece mechas. Hideo Kojima,
1: you're doing great. I know you're listening, obviously. Hideo
0: Kojima, famously a listener of this as-of-yet <laughs> unreleased podcast. Absolutely. But anyway, Psychomantis, Psychomantis, Psycho uh, Floating, psychic man who plays messes with the reality of the game. You know, he, oh, he, says, he says, put your controller on the floor. And if your controller had the vibration feature, he would, like, you know, the screen would, go, screen would go, and your controller would go, and it would act as though he was moving your controller around on the floor. A way to beat him, because he's, he's psychic, right? Which mm-hmm. means that in the game, he can sense your controller inputs. So he can dodge your attacks, because he knows they're coming, because... Well, it's a game. Like, the game knows it, but he knows it inside the fabric of the game. So a way to get around this and beat him much more easily is just you plug your controller into the Player 2 controller port, and suddenly he can't, quote-unquote, see your move. It's, it's, it was very interesting, and because it was this... Not to mention he could
1: read your memory card. Oh, yeah. And like, Talk shit. Yeah, about how many hours you spent in
0: whatever game. Yeah, it was great. Ugh. So, what an excellent again, character! Snarky, sarcastic, psychic, gas mask, breaks the fourth wall. It. God. What could what more could you possibly ask for? A Little less homicide, possibly, but mm. yeah. I wonder how the later games would have been
1: if it had instead of Ocelot being a recurring villain. If it had just been Psychomantis more and more, just replaced any time that there's Ocelot. Sorry, I just remembered that time uh, there was the young Ocelot. Whatever game it was. And he did his maybe? He did his battle cry and it was just (laughs) Sorry Sophia Sophia, I don't
0: think the microphone caught that. Can you do it again? No. No? (laughs) Wow. Thank you, thank you. Okay, good. There (sighs) is
1: like I, I there's compilations on YouTube of just like that two-second clip over and over and over again to make fun of ocelot because like what the fuck dude don't meow
0: (laughs) so as so those of you who don't this is just a a complete tangent i teach brazilian jiu-jitsu it's a thing that i do i teach it mainly to children and when i am trying to get people to curl their wrists so you know imagine you have your hand dear listener palm up thumb with your fingers Uh, Your forearms are are vertical, right? And you're curling your fingers down towards your wrist and your whole hand is going down like that, okay? Now, typically, when people are teaching this, they kind of imagine that you're like grabbing the, the, uh, I've seen it so many times, you're grabbing the handlebars of a motorcycle and because the people teaching this apparently have never ridden a motorcycle, they're like, rev the motorcycle and then the knuckles go down. But that's not how a motorcycle's throttle works. You pull it back toward the top, the top of the thing goes back toward you. So I've seen people rub the mood. It's not how it works. So instead, what I do is I tell them kittens got claws and then they make a little scratchy motion with their hands. Like, like Meow. yeah, yeah. And so I further away, by the way, if anybody please, hey, do not isolate me saying like, yeah, don't if, do that. <laughs> too late. <laughs> if anybody ever says kittens got claws, I have to. I'm contractually obligated to go. This is um,
1: tangentially related, and we're getting further and further away from monster Sexy fucking. Monsters, yeah, yeah, but you know, when I was uh, learning flat patterning, um, was... explain to the listener—definitely not me,
0: because I know what that is. <laughs> what that is?
1: Flat patterning to make clothes. So, you know, the patterns that make the shapes of clothes that you cut out Why of fabric. Why is it flat patterning? Because uh, because they're flat. The patterns are flat. These shapes that you're cutting out are flat. Like are you there draw kinds them. Of patterning that are not flat patterning. Yeah, draping.
0: Oh, oh, oh! So the draping is when you make the pattern like on the model or whatever. Yeah, on the and yeah, flat on the. And patterning is like I'm making the pattern on flat, the table, beginning yeah. flat and then putting it. Okay, gotcha. yes, yes.
1: Uh, when I was learning,
0: flat... I, I knew that that was for the listener.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, when you are moving darts around, which the are one the one listener, the one listener. God bless. Um, because the darts are where you pinch in fabric to make it curve to bodies yeah, human body. To, to to shapes but sometimes you want to move that dart around um and how you do that is i mean there's like dozens of ways but the way one of the ways i learned is to rotate so like you just line up some lines and you put a thumbtack in the center usually the bust point on the front center panel whatever um and then you turn it but my teacher my flat patterning teacher uh Pam may she rest in peace she was amazing best teacher i have ever had um when you turn it every single time so she knows that you're doing it right you have to go and to this day to this day i do that when i'm moving a a a dart i will make the creaky turn noise because it's you didn't move the dart if you didn't do it if you didn't make the noise now you know
0: now i know (laughs) boy howdy yeah so anyway monster fucking Kids got claws. Meow. All right. Uh, on that note, and uh, you know, if you heard the fake ads in this, cool. I would actually like to take a second and do two things. Number one, thank you for listening. Whoever the fuck you are, you enjoy our banter, and I enjoy you enjoying it. It's a big, gross, parasocial circle jerk. Paracircle jerk. Anyway. I would also like to take a second and ask you, Sophia, since we don't have any sponsors at the moment, are there any brands or anything or any movies or, you know, clothing or movies or anything else you would like to tell our listeners about that are interesting to you?
1: Trying to think, what the hell am I... I'll
0: go first. Yeah. A clothing brand supplier, provider called Cavity Colors, who sells horror, mostly horror-themed clothing. Uh, Really fucking neat stuff. They've got shirts for, like, Return of the Living Dead, for The Guest... Um, An artist that I really liked named uh, Trevor Henderson just recently made a design for Shin Godzilla, which is a movie I haven't seen but want to. So Cavity Colors. Because somebody on Twitter was asking, hey, where can I get really high quality horror themed hoodies? All this stuff I'm finding is not so good. And one person recommended Cavity Colors. And in fact, their stuff is fucking great. I don't own any of it, but it looks good and people seem to like it. The designs are great, which is important.
1: Yeah. How about N... album a musical artist Ooh, uh, anal if, bum <laughs> if you don't already you should listen to Lingua Ignota uh, she is can you spell that L-I-N-G-U-A space I-G-N-O-T-A cool thank you uh, that took me a second um, she is a singer musical artist very uh, doomy some sludgy really like lovely vocals but every all the music feels so bleak and wonderful in great ways and she has an album coming out and she recently released um a song uh called the fires of centralia pennsylvania and it is oh it is just despair it's amazing how she puts this together and she has uh there's a music video out that just released last week i believe um of her singing the song and the uh, costume was done. The costumes, there were several was done by Ashley Rose Couture who makes these incredible sculptures out of uh tool and beading and masks. And just the way that these two aesthetics melded is amazing. Um, she has two albums already. I believe there's uh, Caligula and butcher of the world or maybe i can't remember i'm not looking at my spotify right now i don't store this stuff in my brain i t- tell spotify to remember this but they are fantastic they're very atmospheric moody um if like don't listen to this if you want to be happy like this is for like feeling sad and like sitting with that and sorting through it and it's it's
0: so good it is so good oh man Linguidnota, nota cool love her Yeah, I I, I do. I really like the idea of just talking about stuff we like. I think it'll help people feel like we're actual human beings, which we maybe are. Maybe. All right. Well, I have been Brad.
1: I have been Sophie.
0: This has been Monster Friends.
1: With benefits.
0: And please check us out on social media, uh, Monster Friends with benefits, Monster FWB. We're on the Twitter, the Instagram the tiktok possibly at this point we have a youtube channel is there anything on it who the fuck knows and we are working on a patreon so search for it and if you find us cool and if you don't it's not set up yet all right (laughs) goodbye from hell